They're a dynamic duo in business and life. And since they opened Craft House in 2014, Wendy and Dave Forrest have also become big boosters for Southern Nevada's growing brewing industry. State of Nevada's Lorraine Blanc-Lamas talked with Craft House owner Wendy Forrest for KMPR's Culinary Quickie. Hello, hello. The craft beer scene is popping and hopping here in Nevada. And two big players in that community are the wife-husband team from Craft House. For this Culinary Quickie, we're talking with Wendy Forrest, co-owner of the Popular Brewery. Welcome, Wendy. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. This all started after a trip through Europe is what I heard. What happened and why craft beer? (laughs) After Dave and I graduated UNLV, Go Rebels, we went over to Europe and that's where we were really immersed into craft beer and its culture. So craft beer was bringing people together. When you looked at the beer gardens, strangers were sitting at the same table and sharing stories and they were building a community that really appealed to us. And along with it was beautiful craft beer. So most Americans think of beer as fizzy yellow water, kind of flavorless, very ice cold, but that's not the case in Europe and especially in Bavaria. Beer is full flavored. It's meant to be enjoyed. It's meant to be enjoyed a little bit warmer. And it also is intended to pair with different foods. And then that brings out different aromas and esters and flavors that weren't there had you not paired it with food. So that kind of blew our minds and and opened our eyes and ignited a spark within us. And then we traveled all through Bavaria, through Europe, and then came home and and we're looking for those places here. And not to discount what Big Dogs and Tanea Creek had done prior to us opening, we were just living in Henderson and there really wasn't anything in Henderson that offered that. Then that started Dave, my husband, homebrewing. And then that was the whole passion that took over (laughs) our time and our lives. And there was something bubbling and fermenting and cellaring all through our house. And then people started placing orders with Dave for his homebrew, like, we're getting married. Can you make us 20 cases of beer and we'll pay you for it? Wow. That really gave us the idea that we could turn the hobby into a profession. And Nevada and especially Clark County, we are behind the trend. And I can't really call it a trend. I mean, craft beer has been exploding since the 90s. But really, Nevada is behind the national trend. So there was a lot of open landscape for opportunity to open a brewery. You brought some beautiful beers with you in this stunning I guess it's a beer goblet. I haven't seen one like this. (laughs) It's a craft house, beautiful beer goblet. We also have some pretzel bread and Mm -hmm. some dips. And I smell some sausage really close to me, two different kinds of sausage. I also have KK, Kristen Kibben with me, our senior producer. Hello. (laughs) Hello. And I have Zachary behind over there. Hi, guys. And we're going to be trying some of this stuff. So let's start with the beer and let's sip it. And I actually would love to hear what Kristen has to say because she is not a beer drinker. I love not beer drinkers. (laughs) Yes, they're my favorite. Um, So the first beer that I brought, this is Rebel Spirit. So we brewed the official beer for UNLV, being that Dave and I are both alumni from the Hospitality College, as well as our head brewer. He's an alumni from Hospitality. We had been working with UNLV for about a year. And then uh, we were able to launch the official beer of UNLV. And then we also donate a portion of the proceeds back to the Hospitality College to give back who helped us get to th- into this position. But the beer style, we wanted it to be something that you could 
drink multiples of, right? You might be tailgating. It might be a whole day event. So it's a golden ale. So that means that the hops aren't really prevalent Mm -hmm. and they're not going to hit you in the face so much as in the aroma like an IPA would. So golden ale is easy, refreshing. It's a low alcohol by volume beer. I know with wine, because yes. I come from close to Napa, yes. and I grew up with a lot of wine, uh-huh. I know you're supposed to stick your nose in, yes, you're supposed to sure. swirl and sip. Mm. What is the correct process for craft beer tasting? Is it similar? Is it different? What is it? Do we smell this? Yes, to all of the above. So okay. there's no correct process. It's your beer. You should enjoy Drink it. it. <laughs> you should enjoy it. If you're trying to have a sensory analysis, the beer industry has its own version of Cicerone. Psalms. There are Cicerones. Right, Cicerones. Yes. So yes, smell it first. And you're going to want to warm it up just a little bit because oh, the warmer something is, the, the, more, opposite of wine. the more flavors um, you'll be able to detect. So the second beer I brought, this is Hop Vegas. It has a really fun retro Vegas label. It has the Binion's Horseshoe Interlocking H as a background. This beer is a West Coast IPA, and that means that the hops and the yeast come from the West Coast region of the United States. One of our primary hop growing regions is uh, Pacific Northwest, primarily the Yakima Valley. So that means that those hops came from that region. And hops from the West Coast typically have notes of a little bit of pine and grapefruit. Mm -hmm. This one has a little bit more tropical um, note on the finish, so you might get some papaya or mango. I definitely get that pine, Mm -hmm. like right away. It's like herbaceous to me. Craft House was instrumental in changing the licensing in Las Vegas and Henderson to help brewery businesses with less expensive licenses. What did that involve? A lot of patience (laughs) and a lot of time. So before we opened, we went to the city of Henderson and said, this is our business model, which is very common in all kind of craft beer centric meccas. So for San Diego or Portland or Boston, Denver, our license wasn't so craft beer or independently owner friendly. The license was written for Barley's. So that was the only brew pub in the city of Henderson. Interesting. It automatically came with gaming. So when we said we want to open a brewery, they said, okay, here's your two license choices. Brewery, but you can't have a tasting room. That kind of defeats the purpose of <laughs> <Right. me What? laughs> building a community, which was why the reason that we opened Craft House was to build a community. Right. So if the community has nowhere to commune to, it's kind of a moot point. They said the other option is brew pub, and it's $60,000 initiation fee, and it comes with gaming. And we said, well, we don't want gaming. They said, oh, no, you don't have to have it, but you just have to pay for it. So I said, no, I don't have to pay for it. Right. Um, And as a point of reference, this this license in, say, San Diego County is $1,000. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That's (laughs) not even close. Yeah. I said, no, I don't have to pay for it. So I became a registered lobbyist for the city of Henderson. And at that time, there was a new person coming into licensing, and she was open to the idea of uh, modernizing the, the craft beer licensing within the city. We were very fortunate that they were open to it. We helped rewrite the licensing and removed the gaming portion of it. And so it's called Brewpub Non-Gaming. And we reduced it from 60000 to 10000 So that took 16 months, though, of lobbying and rewriting licensing and going to city council meetings. But well worth it, not only for you, but for yeah. all future. Yeah. And and a lot of breweries who are already open, they, were just, they said, just pay it and just get open. And 
So the point of us building a community around craft beer not only meant a community of fans, but a community of fellow breweries. So you can't have a community with one. So we knew that by amending the licensing and improving it, that more breweries would open. And that happened. So another five breweries have opened in in the city of Henderson since we changed the licensing. Wow. So I have to get KK's opinion because I know that this is (laughs) a lot, and I don't know the right beer language, but it is stronger. Yeah. It feels more hoppy. Yeah. feels like a serious beer drinker to me. <laughs> what did you think? Are you like, oh, my God, this is my beer nightmare? <laughs> uh, no. I'm a bit of a baby beer drinker. That's fine. Um, I'm, very, I'm very new to it. Yes. And I kind of freeze up when somebody offers me a beer yeah. or wants to go to a brewery or right. a beer garden. I'm like, I don't know because I don't know what I like. And, you don't know what to order. Yeah. Like, and, you know, like people will be ordering these very fancy beers. I'm like, I think that's a little too much for me. So I never know what to do, but this first one was great. Thanks. As the person that goes to a bar and orders the fruity drink all the time, mm-hmm. because that feels safe and easy, right? Mm-hmm. I really like the second beer actually because I can wow. taste those fruit notes. Wow, I'm it. Like happy for you. Yes. Thank you. See, I, I like told that. you, See, like non-beer drinkers, because you can <laughs> they win don't them come over. In, they don't come in jaded. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it with a little bit of the pretzel. I yes. dipped it in the beer cheese. Yes. What's going on here with the pairing? So the beer cheese is made with our beer. We used Evocation. It's a Belgian. Saison. Saisons rely heavily on the Belgian yeast, so that's going to give you a little bit of a lemon and, and a little bit more of an earthy note. That's why we use that beer with the cheese. Cheese has fat, which is great. That's why beer works amazing with cheese is because that carbonation scrubs your palate, mm. cleans it, so that then you're ready to go in for another pretzel cheese bite. So you're not going to get palate exhaustion with just a whole bunch of cheese all over your mouth, and then you're not able to enjoy your beer. Zachary Green, you're behind the board over there. You're trying some pretzel with beer cheese. How's that going for you? You know, I'm always a fan of a really soft bread, especially (laughs) one that's not too overwhelming. And, you know, I love a soft pretzel and you really get that flavor of it and growing up I love that you know yellow cheese that you get <laughs> at the roller rink and you dip it into the pretzel and I like this because it's it's a, reminiscent it's lighter almost. yeah reminiscent <laughs> but lighter but also has a different flavor that's very enjoyable it's the grown-up version of that it is right yeah. you're the president of the Nevada Craft Brewers Association what does that job entail we represent all of the breweries within the state of Nevada. So you have to have a brewer's license within the state. And then if you'd like to become a member, then you join the association. We work hand in hand under the umbrella of the National Brewers Association. Our state only meets once every two years for legislation. And that's a long time to wait when especially we need to play a little bit of catch up for our industry in comparison to the national trend. So we knew that it was going to be a long road, especially with proposing new legislation and affecting positive change that has a direct impact to our small and independent craft breweries. We had enough lead up time to put in the legwork, meet with our legislators, and really the important part is getting in front of them and explaining our industry and explaining to them that we're job creators, we pay taxes. One serving of beer were taxed four separate times. Our state has a little bit of a stranglehold on breweries that are manufacturing within our state. And there are laws that favor breweries bringing in beer from outside of the state that aren't really on on the same playing field. So we're That's trying... your next project? Yes. <laughs> We've got one more that we're going to taste okay. before we leave. Okay. Well, then I'm going to pull out a wild card and we'll do dessert. Before you tell me what this is... Yes. 
I smell coffee. coffee. Yes. <laughs> and kind of like chocolate. Good. That's exactly what I would have said. It is an imperial brown ale. So imperial just means that we used more malted barley so that then makes the alcohol by volume higher. Ooh. Brown ale just talks to the beer style. It's a brown ale because we use roasted malts in there. And then it is vanilla hazelnut coffee. So this is called Wonder Nuts. This is how much of a baby beer drinker I am. I didn't know that there was dessert beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is all very new and exciting to me. Yeah, this blew my mind. I am not generally a brown beer drinker. My husband likes the brown beers. Mm-hmm. They tend to be like more full-bodied, and to use a wine term, <laughs> or like yeah. just richer, thicker. When I was at craft house recently um, in Henderson. Mm -hmm. I was there for book club and I wasn't sure what to get because there were a lot of choices. The person behind the register, very well trained, obviously, said, well, what kind of wine do you drink? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what a great question. No one has ever asked me that at a brewery. That was such a smart question to ask. Well, I drink Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. I drink Cabs. And so Mm -hmm. she was able to give me a beer that felt the way that did. All of our beer tenders are Cicerone certified. Oh, okay. Um, so they have to have that base beer knowledge. And then they come in and part of their training is they do a full brew day with our brewers so they understand the process beginning to end. And then we're always educating, you know, with the next beer style that's coming out. These are the notes that you'll find in it. These are the aromas that you'll get. This is the mouthfeel. They can then build on their beer knowledge. At either of our tap rooms and for all of the breweries, you can ask for a taste of something before you commit and that's no problem. That's what we like. What's your favorite beer child at Craft House? You can only pick one and the reason why I'm asking you this is because if someone comes in and they're like, I'm going to drink one beer craft house, yes. what would that be? And would you pair it with something? I went off the deep end of hoppy beers. And now I've come back around to classic restrained pilsners. So my favorite and my go-to beer, and it's lower alcohol by volume, is a beer that is called Czech Please. And it's our unfiltered Czech pilsner. We serve it on a traditional Baroque side pull handle. So we had to order it from Prague. I had to use Google Translate to order it. (laughs) So what it does is it has a swivel handle and it allows the beer tender to adjust the foam to the beer ratio. It's very traditional (laughs) and it comes in a big boss mug. It's a dimple Mm. mug. It's a 20 ounce pour, but you get a 16 ounce pour of beer with a four ounces of foam head because foam is very important as those little bubbles pop in your nose you're smelling those as well so, so do you stick your mm. face in that i mean what yeah because usually i've been told just wait do you not no, wait no. then no oh no interesting no. enjoy it with the foam and everything <laughs> yeah. really good pro tip yeah <laughs> pro tip from wendy wendy forrest is co-owner of craft house in henderson and the arts district downtown wendy thank you thank you cheers cheers thanks for listening to knpr's culinary quickie i'm lorraine blanco moss for Kristen kidman and zachary green you can always eat with us or drink with us in this case this is state of nevada